This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This is a Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who thinks friend fries are the best. Brandon. Friend fries, huh? With the right sauce. But you're saturated with friends? I've got a good good bag of friends. Some are small, some are medium, some are large. <laughs> some are sweet. Some are sweet. Some are frozen. Well, they are frozen if they live in the Arctic Circle. Hey! Oh yeah, I brought it back. Getting it out of the way real quick. Before we get to the Arctic Circle, we got to say something about it. This is our third time recording an Arctic Circle episode. The third time? Oh, because we did the first one, right? Yeah. We hated it. Well, so... Early, early days of the podcast, we had $5 microphone adjusted for inflation. <laughs> Pretty bare bones microphone, and we recorded a couple episodes and scrapped them all because then we upgraded to little better microphones and re-recorded the episodes. So we did that with Arctic Circle. We recorded it, then we re-recorded it, and then we decided to never release it. And I don't, do you know why we didn't release it? I feel like we recorded a couple or two or three episodes at once, and then better stuff just kept popping up that we wanted to do, and we kind of had that as a rainy day, don't have time to do an episode, but now it's so outdated, but if you're a Patreon, we will release <laughs> that episode to you. You can listen to that raw early day footage. I'm going to tell you the the real reason why Arctic Circle got booted, because I know what it is. Oh, you do know? I do know. Okay. Early days of the pandemic. And it was it was actually a different episode that we booted it for. And do you know what that episode was? We did a training table episode and decided to shelve the Arctic Circle episode. Which is kind of funny, because training table is in the news again. It's back! But hold Maybe. on. Okay, Don't on. be so fast to say it's back. Because I heard through the grapevine, a.k.a. another podcast, American Forked Podcast. They've got the inside scoop because they got a friend at JCW's. And JCW's is basically... Oh, I know. I know. Sorry. I know the guy who supplies JCW with their meat. Anyways, keep going. You should have the inside scoop too, but... I know. I completely forgot and didn't think about that. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Anyways, I listen to their podcast, so shout out to them for breaking the news to me. Train table isn't coming back. But they are going to start slow by bringing back fry sauce that you can buy in the store. Huh. That's the word on the street. And if that's the case, that's so stupid. Because everybody is so excited for train table to come back. And you can buy any fry sauce. It's not going to be anything special. You can just go to Arctic Circle and get fry sauce, and it's going to be 
you can go to JCW's and get the same quality fry sauce. So if they start, if all they do is sell fry sauce in the store, that sucks. Yeah, it really does. This was it's the like, biggest fail in a marketing campaign in all of history. Yeah, yeah. What you're gonna do is take off a bunch of people. Um, I, I hope that's not the case. I hope it's not either, because that'd be like the office saying coming soon and have like all the actors in today like picture of them and then all it is is like a new version of the dvd or something like that you know what i mean it's like don't tease us making us think that it's coming back and then all it is is really a condiment that's coming back yeah that would be the worst because i mean people have already like cleared their schedule to go get the cheese fries i've got not a countdown, but I do have they, – they put a countdown on the website to October 7th, which is the day whatever launches, whether that's a new restaurant opens or it's just fry sauce. I mean people are pretty hyped about it. Everybody's coming out of the woodworks and proclaim, proclaim their love for training table all over again. So if they don't – they don't bring it back. I think people are going to be pretty ticked off. And I will not buy if they're fry sauce. I do hope that they actually do a full bring it back in some way, shape, or form. Number one, some good food, right? Pretty good right. food. Number two, we really need to redo that episode because that's the worst quality episode we had. This, to date. This, that is a fact. To be honest with you, I don't think I even listened to the full episode because... It's not because of the content. I, like you said, I think that's back when we had crappy microphones and the sound quality just wasn't there. Hopefully our sound quality is a little bit better. better and it now. was also our first virtual episode that we did. And so we tried to do it online and we didn't use Zoom. We used something else and it just didn't go very well. So that audio is all over. So I would not recommend that... Judging our podcast off of that episode. Yes. Yeah, so I remember, I think you, because we, we together bought a nice microphone because we were recording at your house, right? right. And then that hit. And we're, I think we were I, recording I, at the church. At the church. <laughs> <laughs> but when we did it, that's probably the reason why is because you had the nice microphone. I had a cheaper microphone and it just didn't sound right. And I think that's what convinced me I need to go get another microphone. I think, I think the next week I went out and bought my own nice microphone, knowing that it was going to carry on. <laughs> we were not going to be able to see each other in person for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. With the pandemic. so I'm cautiously optimistic. I hope so. I think it would be a good thing. And if they don't open, then we're going to go open up the training booth. And do our own place. We'll do the Mesa de Entrenamiento. <laughs> My daughter told me today that she wants me to go to a restaurant that I've never been to before and order in Spanish or talk to them in Spanish. That'd be a good prank. But I don't know if she meant like just acting like I don't speak English or... And they wouldn't understand me. And so I said, you realize the odds are if we go to a fast food restaurant, they, they are going to understand. <laughs> <laughs> They'll understand you better. And they probably will not believe that 
I don't speak English because they will know from my Ringo accent. I have, I told her that what's fun sometimes is when they don't expect you to speak Spanish or understand what they're saying. So you like, I'll like either laugh or say something back. I'm like, oh, like a few months ago, I went to Little Caesars with a coupon code for my text messaging. I don't know if I already talked about this on the podcast, but um, the lady like looked at me like, I don't know what this text club thing is or whatever, and it's got to be fake. Did I ever say the story? Assuming that you didn't listen to that episode or the listeners haven't. So she turns to her manager and starts talking to her in Spanish saying, I think this guy's lying to me and he's got this fake code or something like that. And I chirped back saying, I've got it on my phone in Spanish, right? You can look right here. And she kind of went, uh, <laughs> like she had this weird look on her face and felt a little embarrassed. And then they call like the store manager or owner and he's like, yeah, that's a legit code, you know? It's this part on the screen and gave it to me, but you should have got two codes, but you would think I probably mentioned this before living in Utah and you're, you speak a foreign language. You got to be careful going out in public in mm -hmm. Utah because, uh, there's odds are somebody in the room. If you're in a large room is going to be able to understand you and they may not look like they come from the country. The language originates from, right? This is completely unrelated, but a funny tangent. Have you ever seen that comedian? He did the dry bar. He's done the dry bar comedy a couple times, but he's got cerebral palsy. Oh, Josh Blue? Yeah, Josh Blue. That's his name. I liked his... I was watching a couple of his routines the other day, and I really liked the one where he was at the restaurant. Everybody did their order, and then somebody looked to him... And then they looked back at another person at the table and they said, and what will he be having? <laughs> and the person's response was, I think he'll be liking to speak to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he is funny. He, I think he won um, last comic standing. I think the last time they did it. Um, oh yeah. So he's a funny guy. And I like the fact that he is pretty much clean too. It's nice. Yeah, he is pretty clean. It's nice seeing comedians that can be funny without, being vulgar someday possible. I'll get to that point. Let's say we talk about Arctic Circle. Finally, our third attempt. Third time's the charm. It's going to happen. I see. And the reason I thought, hey, this is a good time to, to do this episode is a few weeks ago, there was an article published about fry sauce and where it actually originated from. And the consensus was that it came from Arctic Circle. So, here we are. I didn't even know that they could have ketchup up there. Thought it'd be too cold. Uh, ketchup doesn't freeze, does it? <laughs> Sorry, another tangent. All right, let's do another tangent. Ketchup. You said ketchup. Popped something in my mind. The other day, my son, Bronco, the funny one. Like he's, he, People do it. They make mustard sandwiches, right? You ever seen that? People make mustard sandwiches? My cousin used to do it when I was little. And just like, and I didn't like That's mustard disgusting. back then. I still don't like mustard. So he used to do that. He used to like mayo and mustard. And he'd put like, sometimes he would even put meat on it. He just likes it. So I'm like, fine. So the other day, he's like, where's the ketchup? And I'm like, what do you need ketchup for? <laughs> and he goes, 
I'm going to make a ketchup sandwich. And I'm like, ketchup sandwich? And he goes, just just don't even think about it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Did he get his ketchup sandwich? I guess he did. But I'm like, ketchup sandwich? Like, and he's like, just don't think about it. You got it, dude. I get really bread in fry sauce. So I yeah. guess I've had a fry sauce sandwich. Yeah. That's it's true. Some it's kind of a toast. Ketchup. Or a bun. Yeah. Like if, <laughs> uh, when I do go to Arctic Circle and if the sandwich or whatever doesn't sandwich doesn't taste good, just dip it in the fry sauce and you're fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instantly better. Instantly better. So, I mean, it used to be a fairly cheap sandwich. I think it was like a dollar, dollar fifty for their country chicken sandwich. They're basically basic chicken sandwich. Mm hmm. Like on its own, it's not very good. But if you dip it in fry sauce, it's, it's edible. It's edible. <laughs> or you put fry sauce on it. I think it's edible. So I want to ask this because I I'm very picky with fast food, particularly burgers. And so I generally only go to places that do flame grilled. So Arctic Circle Burgers is not on my radar. When we did the episode. Back at the beginning of the podcast, I did go, but that was the last time I've eaten at Arctic Circle. I do go frequently for shakes, but I don't eat the food. However, you went today, I, I did. believe, and partook of the food. So I'm, I'm anxious to hear your, your take on it. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step -step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. Yeah, I was just, I picked up, well, taking my daughter home from soccer camp and she usually wants an ice cream. I'm like, oh, we're getting ice cream. Let's go to Arctic Circle. But then on the way there, I was like, I'm also really hungry. So I might as well get a ranch burger. But my thoughts are two things, not two, two places that I really, really like. And I don't go there very often to either one, but like I said, I really do like it. But every time I eat there at one of these Great. two places, Alexa did not like that comment. Every time, every time I go to one of these two places, after I eat, I feel like crap. Like, I just don't feel, I feel very sluggish and like, kind of like when you eat too much candy or something like that, like you just feel like, is there a word for that that you can think of? My diet. My diet? My diet. What do you mean your diet? My diet consists of mostly candy and me feeling Oh, like your diet. Okay. You're making a joke. I was going to say, a joke. I'm saying, what's the word? I'm like, my diet. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Like, <laughs> That's not the word. Yeah, I, I just feel very mean, sluggish, just... like, very, like, like, I don't know, like, almost, like, gross. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. And the two places are, is one, Wiener Schnitzels, 
Every oh. time I eat there, I'm just like, I just don't feel good after. But I love it. And Arctic Circle is the other place. Every time like, I eat there, like they eat outside of the shakes, I just feel like sluggish and like, ugh. But I, I didn't put something good in my body. Yeah, but I don't have that problem when I go to McDonald's or uh, Carl's Jr. or something like that. But So I'm not dissing Schnitzels and or Arctic Circle. I still love the places, and I would go there all the time. But I just never feel like amazing after I leave there. So that was it. So you're not feeling very good right now. No, it, it's usually like an hour or so after. Like I said, you feel like when you eat a bunch of candy, and then once it like gets through your system, then you're fine. So I feel fine now. But like the first like hour after eating there, I'm just like, oh man, I don't feel amazing. Um, but I did get the ranch burger combo. You happy to get that? I love the ranch burgers at Arctic Circle, and got my the fries and Angus, my drink. It's Angus, right? Angus meat. Angus beef. Angus beef. Angus beef. Um, my daughter got the country chicken sandwich combo, so she didn't eat all of it. And so what did I do? I ate you, the rest and dipped did. it in fry sauce. And maybe that's it. Maybe I have way too much fry sauce, and that's what makes me feel kind of ucky after. But it's good. It I I could eat, I don't know how many ranch burgers. It's got to be one of my favorite burgers to eat, fast food-wise. Hmm. Um, yeah. It doesn't top the Big Mac for me. I'd rather have a Big Mac, but Ranch Burger's a close second to Big Macs for me. It's got that special sauce on it, right? Yeah, which is really, to me, just fry sauce. I think it's with a bunch of mayo and ketchup or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, when I went, I, like I said, I'm, I'm picky, but I did have it last time. and Last time I remember, it was good. It's not something I'm going to rush to to have again, but I mostly go to Arctic Circle for the... The shakes. Above Maybe. the rim, right? Is that what they call them? Above the rim shakes? Above the rim shakes, right. Maybe before we get too much into it, we should talk about some origins. What yes. is Arctic Circle? And you were talking about this a little earlier, that it started by a man named Don Carlos. So Don Carlos Edward got his start in the food service business on, hey, this is actually fitting, what day he started was Pioneer Day 1924. When he opened a cart to feed people during the festivities. In 1940, he opened a permanent food stand called Don Carlos Barbecue, and in 1950, he opened his first Arctic Circle restaurant. And the article that you sent over and everything else points to, at least in Utah, in this region, Don Carlos started the fry sauce trend. I don't think he can claim to have ownership over the concoction of mayonnaise and ketchup because that exists in South America, I think somewhere in Europe as well. But for its prevalence here in Utah, I think he's he's the guy to thank. To thank for fry sauce? Yeah, Fry's, the guy who started Arctic Circle and who... Well, he's the guy that started Arctic Circle, but the guy who invented the fry sauce is named Ron Taylor. Ron so Taylor? Taylor. Mm-hmm. Taylor worked at Arctic Circle in Provo in the 1950s and came up with the recipe for fry sauce after experimenting with different ingredients. Oh, okay. So I thought it was actually the guy that started Mm-mm. Arctic Circle. 
So when they opened up the Provo location in 1955, Ron Taylor was a family friend, and he manned the night shift. And one day, the they were bored at work and needed something to do because it was really slow. And I guess they've always been allowed to experiment as they worked. So they started making different sauce combinations from liquids they found in the kitchen. And when the dust settled, the boys had them some sauce. Dust is the secret ingredient then? The dust settled in the sauce and it became <laughs> known. So it was two parts mayo, one part ketchup. And one thing we failed to mention too was like the white sauce, which was kind of a mayo sauce, but it's it's a secret recipe as well. So Ron Taylor's parents actually ended up buying the Arctic Circle. And they changed the name to Stan's Arctic Circle Drive-In. And they started, that's where the kind of fry sauce started because they started giving it as fry dip mm -hmm. to the customers. Um, and then headquarters got wind of it. And then rest is history. But I think at one point they started mixing the secret white sauce with ketchup. And that's what they're fry sauce became hmm. but at the end of the day it's mayo and ketchup right with the exception of they've got a couple one or two other varieties right right now i think they have the original fry sauce and then they have chipotle fry sauce so normally when you go to arctic circle at if you if you dine in they'll have like most restaurants do they have like a ketchup dispenser today when we went they did not have the dispenser operating they would give you and the packets now they have back when i was a kid the packets were kind of small they were little tiny cups i felt like you had to have like 20 of them to eat your fries with but now they're a bigger cup the pre-packaged ones but since they didn't have the dispenser going, they gave us like two packets. And I know some places when you go and get fry sauce, if you want extra, they charge you for it. So I'm like, well, that's never been a thing in here. So I went up to the counter because my daughter wanted more fry sauce. The packet I got was enough for my fries, but she wanted more. Because you know kids, they like to have uh, fry sauce with their fries. Um, I mean, like fries me. with their fry sauce. Does that make sense? I always need to have more than I know I'm going to need just to make sure. Yeah, sometimes I wonder if they're eating fry sauce, it's plain fry sauce or plain ketchup, because they just drench their fries in whatever sauce they have. So I went up to the counter and I'm like, oh, so do you have to pay for extra fry sauce? He's like, no, you just need to ask for it. And then I said, hey, do you, st do you have any other flavors anymore? And he said, I have Chipotle. So he gave me, he had to go to the fridge and pull out the Chipotle. So I don't know why the regular fry sauce can be out on, on the counter, but the Probably because they churned through it so fast. Or maybe, maybe they don't want people to see it or know about it. I don't know. But I wasn't a huge fan of the Chipotle fry sauce. Yeah, don't think I am either. Didn't. My daughter said she actually liked it. And I'm like, no. Chipotle I'll type take the sauce. OG yeah, absolutely. Um, Chipotle to me belongs like on a sandwich or like a steak sandwich or something like that. But Or in the waste paper basket. Or in the trash can, one of the twos. Options yours. But the original fried sauce, it's pretty good. 
I just remember talking about the old small cups. Because, I mean, Arctic, Arctic Circle, when you go there, it is fast food, but they're not as fast as the other restaurants, so you usually have a little bit of waiting time. And I remember going back to Scone Cutter, they had the similar price house packets mm-hmm. as well. So I think I mentioned this in the Scone Cutter one. I would make little cheerleading pyramids, just, like, stack them up while I was waiting for my food at either Scone Cutter or Arctic Circle. But You want to hear my shady practice that I have? Yes. Oftentimes, I will go to places that do not have fry sauce. For example, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I will park and go into Arctic Circle. I mean, not being purposefully deceitful, but maybe they're thinking I just didn't get enough in the drive-thru. And so I run in and ask for some. And like you said, they don't charge you, so I just get my fry sauce and I'm on my way. <laughs> And as you're leaving, you ask for a courtesy cone too, right? Oh, that's what I should do. It's not very frequently that I do that, but there have been times when I'm like, I really need some fry sauce. But I look at I look at Arctic Circle, them providing fry sauce is kind of just a community service. Well, they, if they are the original, it. then it's yeah, it's like it's it's a, it's insulting if you don't have the original. Yeah. And I apologize to everybody that they now charge for fry sauce because of them finding out about my tactics. No, they don't charge. They're going they to charge to after they hear it. this. <laughs> they will eventually charge. Because they realize people just go there for the fry sauce. Probably only in Utah, but a lot of the Carl's Juniors, at least the one by ones yeah. I've been to, they'll have fry sauce. But we went to the one in Jordan Landing the other day. And they don't have it anymore. When I was there the other day, they had it. It depends Even on the day. out of it. Depends on okay. the day they'll have it. Maybe it depends on if the workers want to make it or not. Probably. And then the same for okay. Five Guys, at least here in Utah, always has fry sauce. At okay. least in Jordan Landing, which I appreciate. That's interesting. Well, the lady said they don't do it anymore, but maybe she just wanted the guy to go away. Probably. I don't think we got fries that day, so it didn't matter to me. Yeah. But, but pivoting on, I mean, Arctic Circle is more than just fries, and we've talked about burgers, but... You mentioned above the rim shakes, and I think they're a pretty, they're a pretty good shake. Yeah, I yeah. I, I like them because it's kind of like your mama papa, like yeah, like you're on a long Utah road trip and you stop by that local diner burger joint. Yeah. It, it I think it still has that same quality. I mean, my favorite is always, I mean, my memories are always going to Arctic Circle after the priesthood session and getting. A malt or something. But, I mean, there's, I'd say, at least once a month, we go to Dark Circle to get just some ice cream or a lime ricky, because those are also delicious. But I really love them during, especially during the spooky season, because I like to get my pumpkin spice shake on. That's right. I couldn't remember what shake they had that you liked so much. That's the one. That was it. Pumpkin spice. And they they just kind of resonate for me as a Halloween type place because I'd always see the commercials too when I was a kid of the pumpkin, the lights that they square, do. The square pumpkin. Do they call it the square pumpkin mill? I, Is that I what think it's called? something like that. Yeah. Do you know that they claim to be the first fast food restaurant to do a kids meal? 
I do know that. Because we talked about it in the previous recording. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't know about that. Come on, Brandon. Act surprised. But I don't think they give great toys. Except in during the Halloween months. And then they do bunny stuff during the spring, too. Yes. Kind of Easter yeah. thing that they do now. Have you been out to... They have a newer kind of... I guess you could say hipper Arctic Circle location that they built in Bluffdale Bluffdale is that where it's at yeah it's literally like I drove by it this morning it's literally next door to the pickleball courts ever been um no but when I was driving this morning since we're doing the episode today I drove by it and it was closed because it was early in the morning but I don't feel like they did anything too different with their floor plan from other locations it looked very similar just obviously a lot more updated and newer right but i swear the sign used to say like two drive-throughs so i don't know if they're kind of copying the mcdonald's style where they had those two drive-throughs chick-fil-a or chick-fil-a and all those places but um it looks nice and it's like literally the only fast food restaurant in that little small area of Bluffdale for a mile or so. So I bet you it's getting probably pretty good traffic with that neighborhood right there. Yeah. I think what's nice about Arc Circle is it's just something you know that's consistent. Something I don't think anyone wants to see go away ever. They're not probably an industry fast food leader. They Late at night, their line's always long. Everybody going for the streets. And I think uh, I don't think they have to do a whole lot to change and innovate you know they're just kind of consistent they do different shakes every now and then they did a dunford collaboration at one point which is yeah. pretty good they usually have a monthly shake right yeah we are still a little sad that they don't do twix shakes anymore because those were pretty bomb oh bummer but yeah they're they're consistent got you can get a good hot cheap Corn dog, it's pretty good. They actually have. I feel yeah. like they did. They've done some new stuff recently. I think they have tots now. That's, I think you're right. And I don't know if I've ever had the tots. Just the Yukon tots. Gold Fries is all I've had. Yeah. So I, they they do new new stuff. Well, one thing they do different they've always done is that they have fish and chips. You know, halibut and fries, right. which a lot of other fast food places don't have. Um, and they have a taco salad in that taco shell bowl thingy. So it's a little different than you would get going to another burger joint that's right. fast food. But one thing I wish that they would do again. Do you know where I'm going with this? Back in 1997... Oh, I know where you're going. They did, and they did an all-you-can-eat ranch burgers, cheeseburgers, and fries, and it was, well, who knows what eight dollars is worth today? For 1997, eight dollars today would be, but I would pay fifteen bucks to go do that. So I remember, so anytime, and it comes up a lot because it's one of the most iconic movies of all time, Titanic. So we went and saw Titanic as a family. 
Arctic Circle was across the street from the theaters, so that's where we went and did the all you can eat. So every time somebody talks about Titanic, I automatically go to Ranch Burgers at Arctic Circle. <laughs> so I don't know if they did it more than once. I feel like they did it a couple times, but I just can't see that being a profitable business, especially here in Utah, where I think people have gotten fast food. gotten bigger since 1997. And things like that are not this as profitable because people can they can put they can put the food away. Yeah, yeah, I can I can definitely eat. The bigger like the fatter I am, the less I can eat. The more in shape I am, the more I can eat. They even used to I mean changing subjects a little bit. McDonald's on 70 South in the freeway. I think they copied like the California idea for a while where you could get like Tuesdays cheeseburgers were like 30 cents and. Thursday cheeseburgers were like 40 cents each. So you can, wow. That was, gosh, 20 years ago, though. So I wish that would come back, too. Life was so much simpler back in the 90s, Brandon, if you only knew. I I got a glimpse of it. Truly was. Simpler time. Yeah, in 1990, because I just saw a commercial for Little Caesars, you could get two full pizzas and a Crazy Red for nine ninety eight. That doesn't happen anymore. Mm-mm. <laughs> So it's probably a reason we got fatter as a society because it was just so, so cheap back then. But now it's expensive. Now it's expensive and we're getting thinner, right? No. <laughs> I'm not getting any thinner. No. Yeah, I I feel like Arctic Circle, they're a staple of the Utah community. They've got locations in Nevada, Wyoming, bunch in Idaho, Arizona, Oregon, and Washington. They've got quite a few locations throughout the state, some that have gone away. We talked about the one on 54. There was one on 78th in Redwood. That's now Albertos or Betos. Yeah. And then or there's the one that on one out in which is... Midvale. Is that the one you're talking about? Off of State Street? Kind of by Moochie's? Oh, yeah. And that one's something else um, now still a hamburger place well even the one the one i'm talking about all you can eat ranch burgers is gone the one we went to over in sandy is gone yeah um so but then they opened one in bluffdale so they're they're still they're still going strong and i'm happy about that happy that i can still go get my above the rim shakes and maybe well you need to sign up for their e-club so you can get their coupon every month is the buy one get one free shake so here's my hack for that i've tried to sign up for the e-club but i never get the emails for some reason but what you can do is go to the website anyway and just show them that you pull up the website and you get the coupon i don't think it's the buy one get one free it's usually a dollar oh buy one get one free Mm -hmm. oh i need to get on that every month (laughs) it's the same coupon every month buy one get one free small shake huh yeah, well, I need to get on the e-club then. I, I think I've tried. But I do like that, that they have the online coupons. Because I used to work... I think the busiest Arctic Circle is the one on, like... Is it 9th East and, like, 40th South? Anyways, or 7th East, over there somewhere. There's a big office complex there and a little strip mall with restaurants. But, yeah, I used to work in that office building right there, and I would walk across the parking lot almost every day for lunch. I think I put on a lot of weight when I worked at that building. But I'd always have my coupons with me. 
and it's nice now that they're online so you don't have to worry about carrying those around yeah where was the we talked about it but where's the first arc circle it's not there anymore wherever the original one was was it provo no it was it was downtown salt lake uh, it says, Edwards opened the first Arctic Circle location in 1950, just off of State Street. Yeah, I can't remember exactly where it was. I used to have the information, but wherever it was, that location isn't there anymore. Yeah, they've they've had a, the logos changed a bit over the years. Used to actually have, I don't think it even has a, any semblance of the, or didn't it have like a rainbow? Yeah, and apparently there used to be like a chicken with a cowboy hat was their mascot. Oh, yeah. AC Bird. That is correct. Which if you want to, you can... Um, where the good stuff is. Is a brick. Where the good stuff is. Is that what it says? That's That used to be their slogan. Might still be their slogan. Yeah. But I was going to say that Rick is the grandson of Don Carlos Edwards. And he has a Facebook page called Don Carlos Arctic Circle. And apparently he's really um, knowledgeable in the Arctic Circle trivia. It's almost like we should have had him on the episode. I know. I feel like a missed opportunity, right? Yeah. That's okay. Maybe we'll have to record our fourth episode of Arctic Circle. <laughs> This one's not going to be released either. You guys aren't even listening to this right now. Yeah. Oh, I found a picture of the old one. There's the old logo with the rainbow-looking thing. Yes. That reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We appreciate Arc Circle, what they do. They are kind of remind me of... I don't, I don't see a lot of advertising for them. Well, they do. I mean, they have their fair share of commercials on TV, but it's not... Not as prevalent. I mean, sure, their marketing budget isn't as big as Burger King or McDonald's. Yeah. But they still they still have a budget. I would love to go to their corporate headquarters. They're off of, what is it, 78th? 70th. 72nd. 70th and right off the freeway. Right by McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> wonder where they go for lunch. <laughs> That's funny, too. Yeah, my neighbor growing up, he was, I want to say, the VP of Arctic Circle. So for right. Halloween, that's what he would hand out was free hamburger coupons to Arctic Circle. And he got you good. He made you a lifelong customer. Yes, sir. Well, he he made sure I came to his house every Halloween, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, keep it up, Arctic Circle. Yes. And even though I don't feel amazing after I eat there, <laughs> I will still continue to eat there. <laughs> still love it. And if you want to, just let me and Brandon come do all-you-can-eat ranch burgers. You don't have to advertise everybody. Or you can make it an exclusive package just for this is a place. For our Patreon podcast. subscribers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my uh, one last thing I have to say. My, my aunt worked there, I think, in high school. And she worked with the guy who opened Woody's. And so I can't can imagine a lot of Woody's food was inspired by Arctic Circle. Huh. So if you go to Woody's Drive-In, yeah. just know that was uh, inspired by Arctic Circle. We need to talk about Woody's one of these times. Now I want a cheeseburger. I might actually go get one now. I just might. From Arctic Circle? 
from Arctic Circle. Thanks for listening to This Is The Place podcast. See you next week.